الحمد لله نحمده ونستعين به ونستهديه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا إنه من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدًا عبده ورسوله يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما أما بعد فإن أصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار يا أيها الذين وكل ضلالة في النار أيها الإخوة المسلمون عن أبي هريرة رضي الله عنه قال كنا جلوسا عند رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم فقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم من يأخذ عني هذه الكلمات فيعمل بهن أو يعلم من يعمل بهن قال أبو هريرة قلت أنا يا رسول الله فأخذ بيدي فعد خمسا فقال اتق المحارم تكن أعبد الناس وارض بما قسم الله لك تكن أغنى الناس وأحسن إلى جارك تكن مؤمنة وأحب للناس ما تحب لنفسك من الخير تكن مسلمة ولا تكثر الضحك فإن كثرة الضحك تميت القلب رواه الترمذي The respected brothers and sisters in Islam on the authority of Abu Hurairah, may Allah be pleased with him, who said in this beautiful hadith, narrated by Abu Hurairah and collected by At-Tirmidhi, rahimahullah ta'ala. Abu Hurairah said we were sitting with the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in the masjid one day. And then the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, who from amongst you will take these five pieces of advice from me. So he will act upon them, or at the very least, he will teach them to someone who will act upon them. Who from amongst you will take these five pieces of advice from me, and he will act upon them, or at the very least, he will refer them to someone, he will act upon them. 
Abu Huraira radiyallahu an said, Qultu ana ya Rasulallah. I said, O Prophet of Allah, I will take them. Then he took hold of the hands of Abu Huraira radiyallahu an, and the Prophet began to count out these five pieces of advice. Number one, he said, stay away from everything that is haram, you will become the most worshipful of people. Number two, be content and pleased with that which Allah has given to you. You will be the most content and the richest of all people. And be good towards your neighbor. You will become a mu'min, a believer. Love for others what you love for yourself. And then you will become a Muslim. This is a sign of your Islam. And do not laugh too much. For laughing excessively kills of the heart. Do not laugh too much. For laughing excessively kills of the heart. Reported and collected by At-Tirmidhi rahimahullah. Beautiful hadith. Often in the sunnah of the Prophet ﷺ, we find that the companions would come, they would also ask the Prophet ﷺ to simplify Islam for them, to encapsulate Islam within a few words. Sometimes you see in the sunnah, they come to the Prophet ﷺ and they say, O Prophet of Allah, teach us a single statement that so long we know it, we act upon it, it will be enough and sufficient for our success. Many times you come, Mu'adh, ask the Prophet ﷺ, Ibn Abbas, O Prophet of Allah, teach me a dua, teach me this and that. And sometimes the Prophet ﷺ gives advices without them asking him. And we all know that the Prophet ﷺ was given what they call it, certain special characteristics that was given to him, but no prophet or messenger before him that come before him were given it. And from the khasais of the Prophet ﷺ, from the special characteristics of the Prophet ﷺ, is that he was given something that is called the Jawami'ul Kalim. What is Jawami'ul Kalim? Jawami'ul Kalim meaning the Prophet was very concise, was very brief. He would say and give statements that are very short, that are short in length, but it's all encompassing in meaning. This is the meaning of Jawami'ul Kalim. You will see that sometimes the Prophet, subhanAllah, said something that and captures the entirety of the religion of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Just like this, a man came to the Prophet and he said, Oh Prophet of Allah, advise me. He said, do not get angry. Can you imagine that? La taghdab, don't get angry. The man said, advise me. Even the, that man or that companion himself felt that like, this is not enough. I need something more than this. And the Prophet said, do not get angry. Don't become angry. Very brief, very concise, but it's all encompassing in meaning. This was so special to the Prophet ﷺ. So 
So the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam sitting with the Sahaba one day just looked at them and he said, who from amongst you will take five pieces of advice from me? And that person will act upon them or at the very least he will teach them to someone who will act upon them. From the eagerness, from the zeal, from the enthusiasm of the companions of the Prophet sallallahu to know about the deen, to learn about the religion, Abu Hurairah when he was asked that question, when that statement was made to a group of people, Abu Hurairah never ever hesitated to say, I will take it to Prophet of Allah. Think about it. He doesn't know in the first place was about to be said. So he said, I will do it even though he never knew what was about to, to be said. It could be tough. It could be difficult. But just because of their love for the religion, something that is coming from the Prophet ﷺ, regardless, I will make every kind of effort, I will make every type of sacrifice to fulfill that nasiha. If not, then I will pass it to those who will fulfill it. Abu Hurairah said, Ya Rasulullah, I will take it. And the Prophet ﷺ started. Five beautiful piece of advice. I call them the five golden pieces of advice, if you want to name them. Number one, he said, Ittaqil maharim takun nas. Stay away from everything that is haram. Everything that is forbidden by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Thus he who honors the prohibitions, the laws of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the prohibitions of Allah azza wa jal, that is from the good that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has placed within that person. maharim. And then when you stay away from everything that is haram, notice Allah, the, the, the Prophet didn't say, do what Allah has commanded. Do what Allah No, He said first, stay away from what is haram, everything. Once you stay away from everything that is haram, then everything also becomes a halal. Why he said the haram? Because the haram in comparison to the halal is nothing. What they call just a piece of cake is handful of haram things. Handful of haram things for your own benefit. But everything else is halal. With the exception of very few things. Once you stay away from them, the ibadah will become so easy upon you. Then you will start to taste the sweetness of obeying Allah Azza wa Jal. Why the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said this? Because oftentimes people separate between these two things. Between acts of obedience and acts of disobedience. You see someone, for example, yes, he's so good. He prays and fasts and goes hajj and goes umrah every year. But at the same time earning from haram. And you look, Alhamdulillah, I pray. At least so and so, he's not praying, nor even staying away from what is haram, but I pray, yes. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, it does not work this way, and it will never work that way. It will never ever in Islam work that way. You do acts of ta'ah, but on the other hand, you have some problems here and there. Number one, when it comes to the haram, never ever any place in the Quran or in the Sunnah, you will see Allah says, leave the haram as much as you can. As much as you can does not exist. 
When it comes to the halal, to the obedience, to the ta'ah, fear Allah as much as you can. As much as you can. But when it comes to the haram, because it is within your capacity, it is within your ability to stay away from the haram completely. Why? Because you do not need it. You can live without the haram. You can. 100% you can live without the haram. But when it comes to the ibadah, no matter what you do, you can really thank Allah or worship Allah the way that He should be thanked or worshipped. That's why, اِتَّقُوا astata'tum As much as you can. What happens once you do the halal, but at the same time you fall into haram. So let me tell you this hadith. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said to Thawban radiyallahu anhu, إِنِّي لَأَعْلَمُ أَقْوَامًا مِنْ أُمَّتِي يَأْتُونَ يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ بِحَسَنَاتٍ أَمْثَالِ جِبَالِ تَهَامَةٍ أو تهامة بيضاً يجعلها الله هباءً منثوراً The Prophet one day was sitting and the hadith was narrated by Thawban رضي الله عنه he said, the Prophet said, I know of a group of people, a group of people from my ummah, from the ummah of Muhammad they will come on judgment day with hasanat, good deeds, the likes of the white mountains of Tihama, mountains of Tihama. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will make them into scattered dusk. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will render them null and void. Those hasanat. Then Thawban radiallahu anhu. That's very interesting because the Prophet said, I know a group of people from my ummah. That could be me, could be you. That's from his ummah. He didn't say people who not. He's talking about believers. Believers, they accepted Islam. Then Thawban radiallahu anhu, the Sahaba were so subhanahu eager, so smart. They said, Thawban said, Ya Rasulullah, sifhum lana. Sifhum lana, jullahum lana. Hatta la nakuna minhum wa nahnu la na'lam. O Prophet of Allah, describe those people to us. So we will not be from amongst them without knowing them who are these people. That they will come on judgment day with hasanat like mountains. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will render them null and void who are these people. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Ala innahum ikhwanukum. They are your brothers in faith. Wamin jildatikum. They are from amongst you. They are from you. Ya'khudhuna min al-layli kama ta'khudhun. They pray at night the same way you pray. Those people even wake up for tahajjud prayer. Oh my goodness, those people wake up for tahajjud prayer. Those people, when it comes to the ibad, they're so pious, fearful of Allah Azza wa Jal. Not everyone wakes up for tahajjud prayer. Tahajjud prayer is the prayer of the, of the, I don't know how to say, tahajjud prayer, not for everyone, for you to wake up in the middle part of the night or the last part of the night to leave your, your warm bed and blanket and you stand in front of ayah, this is a very high level of iman. The Prophet ﷺ is talking about a group of people. They wake up, they pray as you pray. Then what is the problem then? What is the problem then? He said, وَلَكِنَّهُمْ قَوْمٌ 
إذا خلوا أو إذا خلوا بمحارم الله انتهكوها. But they are a group of people when they are alone, meaning when they are faced with, with haram. When they are faced with haram, they fall into that haram. Yes, they are so obedient when it comes to Allah, but from the other side, they're okay with this. They have so much compromises in the deen. Yes, it's okay, I can have this, but I can have that type of business. Yes, I can do this, but I can have this. When they face the haram, they fall into that haram. What happens? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will render their good deeds null and void. This is the meaning of ittaqil maharim takun nas. First and foremost, stay away from that which is haram. Then you will become the, the most sincere worshiper of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is number one. Number two, you have heard this a lot. Be content with what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given you. Then you will be the most content and richest of all people. To have rida, To be happy with what you have. You know, every single one of us, when we were in the wombs of our mothers, still inside your mother's womb, after 120 days within that womb, Allah sent an angel, commanded him to write a number of things. One of those things that were written by Allah Azza wa Jal is your risk, your ajal, your life span. But your risk is one of them. Was written by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is how much you're gonna get in this life. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has decreed that some people, some of us will be rich, some of us will be poor. Some of us will be between the two. If Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah is just in every th single degrees. If Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala decrees that you will have a poor livelihood. If Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala decrees that you will be a person who will just live from hand to mouth. Hand to mouth is straight. If Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has decreed that, you will not have that much access in terms of money and stuff. That means that is good for you. Perhaps if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala were to give you what you want, what you desire, the money that you, the wealth, the risk that you crave, it might be a means to your own destruction. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam told Abu Dhar radiyallahu an, Ya Abu Dhar, do you think the one, do you think that the one amongst you who has much wealth is truly wealth and rich? Abu Dhar said, yes. Yes, O Prophet of Allah. Then the Prophet said, do you think that the one amongst you who has, has not that much, doesn't have that much, is, is a poor person? Then Abu Dhar said, yes, O Prophet of Allah, this is our measurement. This is how we, this is human's measurement. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Ya Abu Dhar, walakinna al-ghina ghina al-qalb, wal-fakru fakra, walakinna al-ghina ghina al-nafs, wal-fakru fakra al-nafs. He said, Ya Abu Dhar, no, the true richness is the richness of the soul. 
And the true poverty is the poverty of the soul. And subhanallah, if you manage to be grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the middle of a crisis, if you manage to be grateful to Allah azza wa jal in the middle of a crisis, in the middle of a crisis, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has promised in the Quran. Allah has taken it upon himself. He said in the Quran, وَإِذْ تَأَذَّنَ رَبُّكُمْ لَإِنْ شَكَرْتُمْ لَأَزِيدَنَّكُمْ Your Lord has decreed that if you are thankful, if you are thankful to Allah Azza wa Jal, I shall increase you. I will increase you. لَأَزِيدَنَّكُمْ And in order for you to be grateful, in the middle of a crisis, because when, you have, when we have some problems in our lives, what happens most of the time, you, we only see the darkest part. That ayah or that conversation, imagine was when and between who? Between Musa alayhi salam and Bani Israel. When that conversation took place, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala parted the sea for them and then rescued them from Fir'aun and then Fir'aun and his people drowned and now they are on the other side of the sea in a desert and then Musa alayhi salam they said Bani Israel oh Musa what next what next what we do here what we do it's a sand it's a desert no food no drink nothing then Musa alayhi salam recited three ayat to them in the Quran وَإِذْ قَالَ مُوسَى لِقَوْمِهِ يَا قَوْمِ اذْكُرُوا نِعْمَةَ اللَّهِ عَلَيْكُمْ Remember Allah's favors upon you. And then he counted when he rescued from Fir'aun, when they used to um, uh, punish you in the worst type of punishments. And then he said, your Lord has decreed that if you are thankful, he will increase you. What is expected during the times of hardships? During if someone is really facing, let's say for example, a man lost, lost like a child. You're not going to go to that person and tell him, uh, be grateful, brother. You're not going to tell him that. Be grateful. The, 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 what you're going to say, be patient. Have sabr. But be grateful. Grateful for what? I lost my son. Grateful for what? For the sand? Grateful for what? You go to, for example, uh, Kashmiri people who are beaten to death and their children are breathing in front of them. And you tell them, be grateful. That person just without it, grateful. Grateful to who? Grateful for what? This is what Musa alayhi salam said to Bani Israel in the middle of a crisis. He said, be grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. How can you be grateful to Allah azza wa jal in the middle of a crisis? That is not easy because all problems are in front of you. The best way you need to take, you have to take your mind, you have to take your heart, and focus on the things that will remind you of what you should be grateful for. You know, remember one time, I think last year, I took the iPad away from my son because I wasn't happy with him. He was so offended because iPads are their souls these days. So I said, be grateful. He said, 
Baba, grateful for what? You took my iPad. Grateful for what? You took my iPad. That's very, that is true. Be patient is okay. I'll give it to you in a week. But be grateful is not okay. Then you took away my iPad. I said, be grateful that you have an iPad in the first place. You have it. This is what Musa السلام, is telling his people. Once you have that problem, close your eyes and remember something that you have. This will help you a lot. Remember something that you have in the middle of a crisis. Look at the good side. Look at what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has bestowed upon you. This is what Urwa ibn Zubayr radiallahu anh did when he lost one of his legs. On the same day he lost one of his children. He carried his legs on his hands like this. And he said, Ya Allah, you gave me two legs. You took one and you left one for me. You gave me four children. You kept three and you got one. All praise due to Allah for what you have given me. And all praise is due to Allah for, for what you have taken away from me. Look at the level of faith. Look at the level of Iman. He did not think about the calamity or the musibah. He looked what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has kept for him. Once you remember that during a time of crisis, you will be able to be grateful to Allah Azza wa Jal. But look at the beauty, because this second advice is very important. Because these days we live at a time, everything around us that يعني, is a, makes you ungrateful. You just keep questioning everything. Right? This is the world around us. You look here, you look there, problems all over the world. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blesses you, and then you have that level of gratitude during, in the middle of a crisis, right? Look at this word, I will increase you. But the question is, increase you in what? Allah didn't say increase you in what? Right? I will increase you. Increase you in what? Allah didn't say, I'm going to increase you in patience. I'm going to increase you in maybe you, your, your personal strength needs to be increased. Maybe your blessings need to be increased. Increase you in what? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, just I will give you. I will increase you. Allah recognizes. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows that when you are in the middle of a crisis, you're in need of every single type of increase. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will increase all the good things around you without any limit. Subhanallah. And look at la azidannakum. Two letters of ta'kid. Two letters of ta'kid. I will, as if Allah, I swear to you, I will increase you. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala put it in a way that I want you to believe me. I want you to trust me. If you are grateful during a time of hardship, I will give you more. I will give you more. Everything you need at that time, I will give it to you. La azidannakum. But Allah said, wala in kafartum. Did he say in the same way, fa'inna azabi la shadeed? They say then and if, no. But if you choose the path of ingratitude, I'm not going to punish you right away. Even though the increase will come to you right away. But when it comes, look at the rahmah of Allah in that. If you choose not to be grateful, just remember my, my punishment is severe. 
doesn't mean that Allah didn't say فَإِنَّ or لَإِنَّ the same way that he used in the first sentence Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala used a complete different form in the eye shows his mercy then when you are grateful things will come from ways that you never expect and if you are ungrateful it doesn't mean that I will punish you no but just keep in mind that إِنَّ عَذَابِ لَشَدِيدٍ my punishment is so severe this is the meaning of Be content with what you have You will be the richest of all people Subhanallah, how beautiful That is true Once you are happy with what you have You will be able to sleep You will enjoy your life you will enjoy everything because this is what Allah has decreed for me. But once you always looking for more regardless, you, this is the nature of the son of Adam. You, we want more. We crave wealth. This is the nature. Then as the Prophet said, if Allah were to give you a valley full of gold, you will desire a second one. And if you get the second one, you will desire the third one. And nothing will satisfy you except death or dust. That's part of our nature. Alhamdulillah, <laughs> Within the same ayat of Musa alayhi salam, he said, In takfuru antum wa man fil ardi jami'a, fa inna Allah laghaniyun hamid. Subhanallah. He said, even if everyone becomes ungrateful to Allah azza wa jal, know that Allah is ghani, know that Allah is hamid. Meaning, this will not take away it, it, it will take away nothing from his kingdom, subhanahu wa ta'ala. Even if there is no creation in the existence that did not praise him, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is thanked and praised. Even there is no creation in the entire existence that did not praise and thank Allah azza wa jalla. Allah is Hamid by himself. Allah is Hamid. He has the attribute of Alhamd regardless. You... Thank him or you don't thank him, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala hamd would be still his attribute. It is as if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling us when you thank Allah Azza wa Jal, you're not adding anything or increasing anything to Allah's kingdom. You are only doing it for your own self. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala without you is Ghaniyun Hamid. Look at the beauty of the ayat. Look at the Allah is ghani hamid. If you decide to take the path of ingratitude, then Allah is ghani hamid. That's up to you. Allah is Allah, remains Allah, will be ever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Whether you praise him or not, you worship him or not, kullu man alayha fan, wa yabqa wajhu rabbika dhul jalal wal ikram. Dhul jalali wal ikram. It doesn't matter with him subhanahu wa ta'ala. You will be benefited the most from that hamd and from that gratitude. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us a people of gratitude, not a people of ingratitude, Allahumma ameen. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us among those who 
praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the times of difficulties in the same way that we praise him and thank him during the times of ease. Allahumma amin. Be good to your neighbor. You will become a believer. Love for people what you love for yourself. You will become a Muslim. Do not laugh too much for laughing excessively. Kills of the heart is going to be the topic for the next Friday, inshallah ta'ala. From this Friday to next Friday, continue smiling. Don't take the last part of the hadith in a wrong way. Do not laugh excessively. We have to understand this. So inshallah ta'ala has nothing to do with being happy. So we'll explain that in the next Friday. What it means, do not laugh too much for laughing excessively kills off the heart. This is going to be the topic for the next Friday along with the other two advices of the Prophet sallallahu this, inshallah, weekend is a busy weekend uh, starting from today. Today, after Salat al Maghrib, we have the monthly community halaqah, one of the most complicated, the most sensitive topic, which is riba. What is riba? What is riba? Very important one. We gotta talk about this. I highly recommend if you attend, bring a piece of paper, a pen, or a pencil because you need to take some notes, inshallah. Tomorrow Saturday is going to be the health fair, community health fair. Our doctors, may Allah bless them, with their staff are coming tomorrow to the masjid from 10 to Dhuhr prayer, inshallah ta'ala, free services. So inshallah, if you want to check anything, you want any advice, any consultation, come fasting. If you want to check your blood pressure, diabetes, take full advantage of that great service, inshallah ta'ala. Tomorrow also, inshallah, I, uh, the first day of Saturday school and Sunday is the first day of Sunday school. Next Friday, German club will not be available for parking. Remember that due to October fest. Insha'Allah ta'ala. Barakallahu feekum wa jazakumullahu khayra wa nafa'anallahu wa iyaakum bi kitabillahi azza wa jal wa bi sunnati nabiyihi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam wa aqimu salam.